my good friends, I want to talk to you about getting in shape and why would you want to listen to a trainer talk to you about getting in shape? First of all, watch your mouth. I ain't a trainer, life and wellness coach. Second of all, who better to listen to about getting in shape than a life and wellness coach? The reason why this is so important to me or that I would even want to make a episode talking to you guys about this is because I got in shape getting through shit. Let me say that again. I got in great shape getting through great troubles in my life. Um, But for me, I I had to find a way to utilize my struggle um, for something productive because some of my struggles made me want to kill someone and some of my struggles made me want to just kind of say fuck it, you know, and... um, People will challenge you in certain situations, will challenge you to uh, show that you really stand by the the character that you have. Um, As soon as you decide to subscribe to your higher calling, a lot of uh, challenges will uh, put pressure on you to see if you're really going to stand by that uh, subscription to that higher calling, if you're really going to keep subscribing to that higher calling. Um, So... In order for me to internalize, or or I guess not even a better word, is stress on its own, right? It's going to um, internalize, and whether you try to tell yourself you don't care about it, or you're not worried about it, listen, from a young age, I would get stomach ulcers, and they were stress-induced. And I found out my dad would get them too, right? So I was more prone to having stress materialize, um, internalize um, in my body and do damage. If you've ever had a stomach ulcer, you know they're not to be played with. I mean, it, it put a damper on my athletic career a little bit because I would get bigger and I would, I would perform well at, at a different position. And then I would have something happen in my home life or have something happen in life where, you know, I got a stomach ulcer and now I'm losing weight I can't eat and uh you know I'm in pain and it's just like a week of of hell kind of you know for your intestines (laughs) but anyway I want to make this episode about getting in shape because I think that when you can allow your problems to fuel your progress then you won use your problems as motivation to overcome your problems. So if my problems propel my progress, then I'm not looking to obtain this new body so that my life can be perfect. What I'm doing is I'm looking to use my problems to help me obtain this better body. Now, when I say that I use my problems, I mean when I have a problem, my problem comes with me to the gym and the problems work out while I'm working out. I exercise that stress, right? I I need to utilize all those feelings and I need to do something with those feelings before those feelings do something with my body, with my health. 
So I don't want my problems to materialize and become a detriment to my overall bill of health. So I had to take those problems and I had to use them to propel another few reps in a set where some people might, you know, want to want to binge eat and some people want to binge sleep and some people want to commit suicide and some people want to um, um, bring down everybody around them um, and, and allow their problems to grow and become problematic for those around them. I got into great shape getting through shit, I promise. The gym has always been therapy. It's always been a sanctuary. It's always been a church. It's always been um, a playground for me. You know, on, on the best day, the gym is just my adult playground. Um, on the worst day, it's it's my it's my altar. It's it's God is in that workout with me, and He's my shrink. And that pull-up bar is <laughs> it's much more than just a piece of steel that I hang from and pull myself up on. I, I can guarantee you that. But. So you want to talk to a life and wellness coach about, you know, problems propelling progress. What would you ask? Most people don't even want to admit they have problems. Most people that I train that get the most amount of success, I'll tell you, it boils down to this. Just got out of a breakup. Just got some bad news at the doctor. You've hit rock bottom and you just realize that you want to be better because you're sick of feeling the way that you feel. Or it's the new year, or you got a vacation or a wedding or some big event you're training for. Or, you know, there's, there's all these different reasons, but I see some people, everybody has a reason, right? But everybody's reason is different. And some people reach their goal and maintain their goal and continue to get better after they hit their goal. Some people make a little bit of progress and then fall off. Some people start working really hard and their progress actually makes them feel like they're never going to reach their goal because their goal is so grand in their head. I watch certain people decide that they're going to work out to be like someone else, to look like someone else. And those people struggle the most because you're five foot nine trying to look like this person that's six foot two, 190 pounds, and you're five nine, 280 pounds. And even when you're the best version of yourself, you won't look like the person that you've idealized, you know? So I always tell people to make sure that your aim is for the absolute best version of themselves. I tell my clients, I'm working you towards the pro athlete version of yourself. Any person can be a pro if they live like a pro and act like a pro. So when I'm training you, I'm training you as the pro version of yourself and I'm hoping that you buy into this idea of the pro version of yourself. We're all on different levels, but the standard that we hold ourselves to determines the level of success we're growing towards. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is that your motivation for getting in shape has to be pure if you're ever going to actually get into shape. Secondly, 
the reason that we aim to get in shape is because to get in shape, you will have these intangibles like discipline, like consistency, like hard work, focus, determination. These things are the benefits of getting in shape. People say, when I was in shape, I was eating like this, I was doing this. When you were in shape, you were more disciplined. You had a disciplined diet. You had a disciplined routine. You had a consistent routine. You had a consistent diet. You had consistent habits. So really, we're a product of our consistencies and our inconsistencies. Let your problems propel propel your progress. I mean, I can't really say that in any other way. Let your problems propel your progress. I watch people struggle with an an inability to accept their circumstances. And I'm not saying that they... Listen, we all struggle with balancing and overcoming our challenges and circumstances. But you would be a fool to think that if you just had a better body, that you would have the best life ever, that you wouldn't have any more problems, that you would... I know people that have great bodies that aren't respected by anybody because their character is flawed. I know some people that think that there's something because of the body that they have, and really, it's a huge turnoff. They have this ego associated with this body that they have. And so they... They only ascend higher than those who have worser bodies that have the same idea that if they had a better body that they would, you know, be revered or respected on a higher level. This progress, this idea of of having a better or better job or, or making, you know, more money or having a better body or having better hair or, or not being short or this body dysmorphia, right? These somatoform disorders where we think that we have all these symptoms associated with this problem, but in reality, there are very successful, very happy, very confident people that have the same stature, build, and status as you. They deal with their same stature, build, and status a lot different than you. So no one thing will lead you to this absolute form of of your higher self. It is a relentless uh, pursuit, an aim. It's like a debt that you could never repay, but you have to make payments daily. And you don't want to fall behind on those payments. I promise you don't want to fall behind on those payments. I promise do not want to fall behind on those payments because you'll be playing catch up for so long exhausting all your resources just playing catch up and then once you're finally caught up you still have to make payments daily so you got to eventually just start taking pride in making those payments every day being caught up you're never going to get ahead on that right every day it starts over we got to earn God's favor. we got to earn our rest with our activity. And we got to earn a deposit in our bank account. You're in shape when you're doing all three of those things. When you're earning your rest, the right to be sleeping as much as you are, the right to be eating as much as you are, when you're earning God's favor, 
Oh, man. When you're earning that deposit on a daily basis to put into the bank so that you're financially equipped to live the lifestyle that you want to live with a little bit more freedom, oh, man. Then you're doing something. If you're not doing that, then what are you really doing? Nothing. You know, like, what are you doing? What could be more important than God's favor? What could be more important than than, than exhausting yourself to, to earn your rest? Nothing's more important than these things, in my opinion. So we have this undying commitment to more self-love. We have this undying commitment to better self-care. I mean, even the very first, you know, the the strongest and the most uh, important commandment of all is love your neighbor as you love yourself. So self-love is the first thing you need to be concerned with. And exercise is one of the best ways you can show that you care about yourself and I've known people and I still know people that have exercise bulimia and uh, they, they, they eat only what they work off and that's a terrible way to do things um, they, they only eat for the exercise they use the exercise to get rid of what they ate because they don't want any fat on them and so it's a it's a symptom of uh, body dysmorphia um, so it's a, it's an unhealthy relationship but what I'm trying to tell you right now in this podcast is let your problems propel your progress let your motivations for wanting to get in shape remain pure because there's going to be enough things in life that are going to challenge you and try to take you away from from that thing you're striving the hardest towards. And the closer you get to it, the more you're going to get challenged. There's always going to be a reason to go out and drink and have birthday cake and have queso and and, and wine and dine. It will always take discipline to say, yeah, I can go out with you guys, but I'm not going to drink or I'm not going to have the queso. It's, It's like if you wanted to stop, say you wanted to go on a tolerance cleanse for my people that uh, partake in THC, right? Uh, the herb of marijuana. And, and you only went on a cleanse when you ran out of weed. Wouldn't it be better for you to go on a cleanse while having your stash fully stocked and just having a discipline to say no? Isn't it harder to say no when you have it than to only be saying no because you don't? Like, so I don't do crack because I don't have any crack, but if I had some, I would definitely do it. Okay, so you're still an addict and you don't have self-control and you know, it's, that, that might be a bit drastic for some people, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Thanks, guys. Love you. I hope this has been helpful.